Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. All right, guys, you just watched my the basic plan, the overview. This is video two. We're gonna dig into some more of the details. Um, this is mainly for people that are new to my channel. Again, I have 2,500 videos, and uh, you can get lost in all the details. This is the second video that you should watch. And we're combining healthy keto with intermittent fasting. Okay, all right, number one. You wanna go as long as you can in the morning without eating. You just don't wanna eat unless you're hungry. That's the, 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 the thing that you need to focus on because so many people eat when they're not hungry and they're wondering why it's not working, they're not getting results because the body finally is burning fat and then you start eating. What'll happen is you're gonna raise insulin and then your insulin's gonna come high and then it's gonna push your blood sugars low. Then you're gonna be hungry an hour and a half later. So really, it's what you ate the night before that's gonna dictate if you're hungry in the morning. If you do this correctly, like I'm showing you, with just two meals a day, you're gonna wake up in the morning not hungry. So the goal is to go as long as you can. You may find that you can't go all the way to lunch. You have to eat at like 11 o'clock. Fine, eat your breakfast there. Okay, but what will happen, you want to keep pushing it to the point where your, your body is fully adapted to fat burning. You're no longer sugar burning. That could take three days up to five days. Sometimes it takes longer to get into full ketosis. All right, so that's the first rule of thumb. Um, if we can do two meals with a four-hour window, okay, and what that means is that we eat and then we wait four hours and we eat again, that's your window that will give you a 20 hour fasting period. That's incredible. That's enough to see some serious results. The only time that would not work for someone as far as weight loss goes is let's say they're going through menopause, they have a, a slow thyroid condition and they have a history of dieting and their metabolism is so slow, they're gonna have to push these together and have one meal a day and then they will lose weight. And there are even people that still lose just a little bit on this and they might need to go even longer because their metabolism is so dead. And I've had this happen, not to a lot of people, but certain people that just, you know, from birth, they just had a slow metabolism for one thing or another and they need to go like probably eat every other day. Okay, that's just what they need to do until the, the system heals. But for everyone else, we're going to talk about what are you going to eat on this first meal and the second meal. I've surveyed a lot of people and this is what they eat and this is what I eat. Eggs. I do four eggs a day. You can do two to four eggs. Uh, pasture raised organic eggs. They're a little more expensive, but they're worth it. Now it's really important to eat healthy eggs because the factory farm eggs are just so bad. They're just terrible. And then we have avocado. Avocado has tremendous amount of potassium and really good fats to help you go longer. Cheese, now if you are a guy and you have a prostate condition, don't do the cheese. But if you have a high quality organic um, cheese from a grass-fed cow, goat's cheese is even better, not a problem. Okay, 
So then we have bacon. Some people don't want to do bacon. That's totally fine. I like bacon. I do bacon from the farmer's market. Uh, if you're going to go to the health food store, get the nitrate-free organic bacon with, with sugars less than one gram, okay? Bacon, by the way, in pork has high levels of vitamin B1. And for those people that are saying bacon is unhealthy, yet they're consuming chicken, I would beg to differ because uh, chicken is really disgusting unless you're doing, again, uh, from the farmer's market. Okay, nut butters. You can do almond butter, peanut butter, make sure there's no sugar in it, uh, maybe a couple of tablespoons. Now, the reason for this is to give you enough fat, especially in the beginning, so you can go longer, okay, without getting hungry. You know, you're eating at 12, you have uh, a hamburger or a piece of meat or any, a lamb or whatever meat that you want, three to six ounces. Let's say you're younger and uh, you have a faster metabolism, then you do eight ounces. Let's say, for example, you're an athlete, you do eight ounces. Let's say you're a very large person, you need more protein, do eight ounces. I wouldn't want to go over eight ounces per meal. Now, we're not talking about actual protein grams, we're talking about the actual product of meat itself, okay? Three to six ounces or eight ounces. So you don't have to calculate the grams inside that meat. It is a big difference. And then we consume our vegetables. You can steam them. You can have some raw or the salad. I do a lot of salads. We need a large amount of salad. So um, some people break up their salad between this meal here and this meal. And they do maybe five cups and five cups or maybe four cups and four cups. I mean, four cups is not that, that much. It's, just, it's kind of like a medium-sized salad. I personally do all of my... Uh, salad at one sitting. I'll do like 10 cups and sometimes I'll do more than that. So I'm used to it. Um, if you feel worse with consuming those uh, greens, that means that your microbes are not quite in the right place. You might have a condition called SIBO. I'll put a link down below. Uh, in which case you, you want to cut back on your vegetables because what's going to happen, the fiber in the vegetable is going to retain fluid and you're going to feel bloated and you're going to, your weight loss is not going to come off. It's not because you're not losing weight. It's because you're retaining fluid. Okay, just realize you want to feel good after consuming this. And you may have to eat small amounts and gradually increase it because guess who's eating your, the fiber from your vegetables? The microbes. And they might not be um, plentiful enough to do that. So there's many different reasons. I'll put a video down below just on that one topic. Olive oil, balsamic vinaigrette is a great dressing. Maybe a handful of nuts, some seeds, because we want that fat. So this is like one option of a meal. This is another option of a meal, just to give you an example. I put a link down below to my website because I have a lot of different examples of different meals. I have a whole recipe, um, but this would be an example of a typical meal for someone. Okay, let's say you do fish. I love salmon. Salmon is one of the best proteins because it has omega-3. We want to do quality protein. So you can also do um, sardines. Believe it or not, there are uh, good fats in sardines. I did a video on that. Or seafood, okay? This gives you the iodine. So you do your fish or seafood, your salad. This is for your dinner. And a fat bomb. What is a fat bomb? It's like a little cookie with healthy fats in it. You can make recipes for this. A lot of people consume a fat bomb just to get them satisfied so they can go from one meal to the next. As your body adapts to fat burning, you probably won't even need that because you're burning your own fat. But in the beginning, it's really helpful. Here's another option for some food. You can do chicken with the skin, preferably, nice and crispy, or chicken wings. Let's say you do 
again, three to six ounces of chicken or chicken wings. You do your protein, it's moderate protein, asparagus, okay, or any other vegetable that you like, or your salad. And then you do olives as your fat, okay? I do a lot of nuts myself. I do that after the meal uh, to the point where I'm like really satisfied so I can go longer. But the, the key is not snacking at night. So you want to add enough fat to go from this meal all the way to breakfast. Now, the number one weakness people have, I just realized, was boredom. So you're going to have to keep really busy right here and make sure you're not bored so you don't eat the wrong thing. You can consume your vitamins. It's not a problem any time of the day. Apple cider vinegar, a teaspoon, and some lemon is really good to have when you drink water. Coffee in the morning, try to just do one. Um, you can do tea. You can add some Bulletproof. That's uh, MCT oil, coconut oil. You can put that, blend that in your drink if you want, especially in the beginning to allow you to go without having the first meal. Not a problem. But if you find that that slows down your weight loss as you do this over a period of a couple weeks, then you might want to drop out the extra fat. Um, urge to snack, that means you need more fat and more greens, more vegetables. Those two things will solve the problem. If you crave bread, you need more B vitamins. I recommend electrolytes, uh, a good powder, and B vitamins and or nutritional yeast. You can get them in tablets. Uh, very important just to make this transition smooth so you have no problems. Sea salt, don't be afraid to add more sea salt because you're gonna need more salt. You're gonna dump more fluid on this program and so you have to replace it. The best time to exercise is when you're fasting, so in the morning, okay? It's actually, you'll get better benefits. Um, realize that it could take longer to adapt, but the way that you know you're in hardcore ketosis is that you crave nothing. You're not even hungry anymore. That's when you know it's really working better than any other test. This should give you uh, the next layer of information or knowledge you need to know, and uh, I will see you in the third video. Hey, if you're liking this content, please subscribe now, and I will actually keep you updated on future videos.